Okay, so after 14 attempts at trying to start the show, we are now underway. So tonight, I guess we will talk about, uh, well, I'm sure Mark has news, and uh, I know that we want to hit back on the topic that we had last time, which is thefts from your garage, but uh, I guess since Jim's actually back, oh, welcome back, Jim. Thank you, thank you. And uh, Ed, I appear appears you're here. Yes, I am. Thank you, thank you. Are you feeling better from last week? Because last week, the yeah, little... yeah, I'm feeling awesome compared to last last week. I couldn't breathe. Uh, nothing good. was working right. Yeah. And Mark, sounds like it was working about ten minutes Ed ago. Ed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pre-show. He set off one of his uh, chemical bombs in his bunker. <laughs> hey, I just well, got back from. I just got back from Ed's fine state. I, I spent the weekend there, and uh, I don't know. Where are you at, Ed? Surprise. Thereabouts. Well, I was in Lake Havasu City, and, man, it is just friggin' uh, – it's beautiful there. And the, uh, the nightlife is – You weren't is, there for spring break, were you? I wish, but it was almost like spring break. <laughs> it was the, uh, the, world, uh, the world finals for jet ski competition, and teams from uh, 30 different countries were competing, but – I got to say, the action on the course was just about par with the action at Kokomo's and at a place called The Heat on Sunday night. Just uh, that whole city, man, I fell in love with it. It's clean. All the people are cool. And uh, I think I know why you moved to Arizona, because well, I may be there the uh, in a few years. Yeah. The whole place is like a big party up there. Yep. Water party. Long drive across that hey. desert, though. Yeah, it is. It is. Cruise control, about 85. Yeah. So anyway, Brent, should we do a little Reader's Digest version uh, intro of ourselves for any new listeners? And since we've been away for a little while, I'm sure our loyal listeners know who we are. But sure, that's fine. Hi, I'm Mark. For I'm new gay, listeners. and if that bothers you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark. And, and how about you? Bye-bye, loyal listeners. windows while, while Brent takes pictures. Yeah. So now that we've I'm lost Ed all and I'm bisexual. Of... I'm Brent, and I take pictures of Mark. Oh. Hi. I'm Ed, and I'm I used Jim. to know Mark. <laughs> I'm Jim, and I like I sex with animals. <laughs> okay, now that everyone knows who we are. <clears throat> maybe, maybe we should seriously tell people instead of... Not so seriously. Now no one's going to believe they trust us with guns and badges. And you wonder why people don't want to interview on this show. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> That's hey, wrong. You do have something there. Oh, Lord. <sighs> you I okay? I'm Sheriff wrong? Joe. I'm Sheriff Joe, and I think these boys are doing a fine job. Yeah. Apparently, until episode 27. It's really too bad that he didn't want to come on the show, but he said he couldn't be on the same show as a cross-dressing cop like Jim. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. All right. Wanna... So we're a group of cops right. who wrote anyway. a 288-page book about how to keep your life safe and to learn from the mistakes that others have made. Because in life, there's, uh, there's a million and one possible mistakes that you can make that are going to leave you victimized either by a, a physical crime or a property crime. And we wrote a book to try and uh, make you aware of what can happen out there. And the reason why we started this show, Brent. Oh, you want me to talk now? Okay. You it, was going so, it was going so well. Mark? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I explained why we, we wrote started the, book, the show because... Yeah, we started the show because Brent wanted us to. Oh, that's a great Brent? answer. That's fantastic. 
We no, we we wanted to reach a lot more people. The uh, a we wanted to reach a lot more people. I mean, we had some. Me and Jim actually did some, uh, or Jim and I actually it's did good. some book signings at uh, Barnes and Noble. We were on the news and uh, in the newspapers, but uh, you could only reach so many people. So we thought this would be a great way to uh, get people to listen in, have a little bit of fun. We brought Ed along for uh, the sympathy cause, and then uh, here we are. <laughs> For the retired cause, huh? Now, Ed, uh, at least, at least, Ed. Jim, it Jim's up still jokes. a full time. Jim is still a full time deputy. I'm a full time city cop. Uh, Ed is a retired city cop, same agency that I was with. And uh, Brent, he's a reserve um, with the sheriff's department. He installs uh, emergency equipment on uh, emergency vehicles. You know, one of these days you'll get that right. We just yeah. found out he does I, other stuff, too, besides emergency equipment. Yeah, I think we might want to not discuss that at the show thing. <laughs> a lot of flashing going on there, too. <laughs> well, you know, when you're off-duty, you can use the you know penal code against you. So, so anyway, that's who we are. And while we're on the thing about the book, when we wrote the book, 288-page book, Gives Can tons of examples about what people did that uh, made them victims. What oh, went apparently wrong. Apparently not, Ed. You can't ask. How me. you could avoid the same mistakes, which is on sale. Is it still on sale, Brent? It's going to remain on sale until the day I take it off. So you're good. Which could be any day. So it's on sale from twenty nine ninety five down to twelve ninety five. So go grab it while you can before the price goes back up. It almost costs that much to. Uh, to make the book, so you're getting it almost at cost. Twelve ninety five. Go to our website www.coptalk.com. Info. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. www.coptalk.info. Whatever check you were going to get cut, that's not coming. You ever yeah, notice well, how Mark gets that little Western years. twang in his voice when he says www? Yeah. www. I got a question. Uh-oh. I can get a question in here. What possess you to stop on page 288 of all pages? <laughs> um, it's you, just, you actually, yeah, that's a great question. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. 261. Uh, or 187. Know, goes all different kind of ways, yeah. Could have been page 187. Could have been page, uh, you know, and page 475. 50. Page fifty. Um, we decided to end on a number that that was Mark's favorite for whatever reason. So that's <laughs> I, why we ended on two eighty eight. I actually had another chapter, and Jim said he liked that number, so he wanted to end it at two eighty eight. So I guess so. we'll give away a free book to whoever figures out what two eighty eight is. That sounds good. That's sure. a good idea. Yeah. So that's the well, that's the weekly free book question right there. So we're not going to give any hints, like look it up in the California no. code or anything. All right, Mike. Sorry. Hey. Sure. I'll, I'll read off. Ruining it. I will read off headlines, and you tell me to pass or if we want to explore. Oh, good. Okay, this sounds like ready. Pass or explore. Minnesota pass. police chief finds his ammo in kids' fort. Pass. Pass. <laughs> wow. Okay. That could go a whole bunch of different ways. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Man charged with growing marijuana in front yard. Uh, that's pretty good, but that's pretty dumb. I got to move my marijuana now. Okay, we're going to pass on that too. Yeah, what do you have any good? All right, New York bike bandits wore gorilla and chicken suits. <laughs> that's good. Let's hear this one. Yeah, that's, that's it. Could have been like what they got? What's that gang in New York called? The, uh, uh, the, the the what is that gang? What do they dress up as yeah. something? 
No, they just beat up some. They just almost beat some guy to death because he was gay in jail or something. Oh. Got his name. I want to dress up as chickens. <laughs> hey, Rocky Point, New York. Please say the thieves who stole the New York teenager's bicycle were well animals. Suffolk County police said two people in gorilla costumes and a third in a chicken suit <laughs> the boys bike Monday in Rocky Point on the north side of Long Island. <laughs> Police say the three confronted him while he was riding along Route 25A around 1.15 p.m. Police said one of the gorilla suit suspects <laughs> punched the teen in the head, knocked him off his bike, and the person in the chicken costume rode off on it. The ape suit duo ran away. The teen was treated at a hospital for minor injuries, has been released. Detectives are searching for the suspects. That's chicken shit, if you ask me. <laughs> that's, that's running afoul of the law. Oh, God, that's terrible. Okay, please go to the next one before I... Didn't th- yeah, yeah, really. Where's that Where's that sound effect? Hey, hey uh, Mark, do you ever... you get any of these stories, like, closer to home? You know, where we could laugh at our own instead of, you know... No, um, this kind of crap... Well, we could tell stories that. about you growing up. No, let's not. Hey, Ed, um, when I was in Havasu, the big headlines were this. I think she was 17 or 19, uh, a mother of a two-year-old that was kidnapped. Has there been any uh, any update on that? Mother of a two-year-old. Are you aware of the story? You know what? Probably not. Let me check. I got the local headlines right here. It, w- it was all over the news. I saw it uh, Saturday night. Um, I think she was 17 or 19, but she was a mother of a two-year-old, and, and she was kidnapped, and then... Apparently, the child is under the gardener, guardianship of, of a relative, so I don't know you know, what the connection is or what the, the background is, but it's all you saw on the news uh, in Havasu City over the, the last couple of days. No, I don't recall seeing that at all. I'll look up here while we're on the show and see if I come up with anything on a local uh, news site. Yeah, right, I mean, right away, at, at, right away at face value, you know, they, they put the headlines out there and you start thinking, oh, my God. But then they started talking about how, how the, the kid was, the baby was, uh, was under the guardianship of a, of a relative. And then you start thinking, okay, I wonder why that is. And then they start talking about uh, disappearance at 2 a.m., you know, 2 in the morning. And right away you start thinking, well, <laughs> you know, so... I don't know if uh, she ends up being a, a little party animal where she was out with some, you know, fellow friends and partying and something went wrong or, you know, it didn't sound like it was a one o'clock kidnapping from the uh, from the Rayleigh's parking lot there in broad daylight. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I don't see anything at all. I'm scanning through uh, all kinds of news. I'll, huh. keep, I'll keep checking if I pop up something to let you know. It does sound kind of hinky, though. All right. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version on the rest of these. Job applicant caught trying to cheat on polygraph. A Washington State Patrol manager arriving at the headquarters for a meeting noticed a book on the seat of a parked car about how to beat the lie detector. He went inside, found out an applicant was was currently taking the test, and they told him, you are not welcome to take the test any further. Los Angeles, a band trying to uh, get a little publicity Put a big box van blocking five lanes of uh, L.A. 101 freeway, and one of their friends took the keys in another car and sped off, and the rock band climbed up on top and started to play their song. Mm. That would be uh, that would piss a lot of people off. Uh, yeah, and there's like, what, 300 sections to get rid of that. 
A Florida couple thought they were buying Halloween decorations at a yard sale, but it turned out they bought a real human skeleton. Ambulance stolen with paramedics treating patient <laughs> in the back. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm oh, sorry. I was trying to read the news here. They, uh, you, they bought a real skeleton? A real skeleton. <laughs> wow, what a bargain, huh? Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> did they know whose it was? What? Was there more to that story? Uh, I didn't even open the article. I'm just reading. Oh, well, now there's a civil lawsuit. They thought it was General Custer's remains, but they found out that it's just a vagrant. They used to live up the street. So uh, I'm taking civil action. A 27-year-old Chicago man accused of stealing an ambulance over the weekend while two paramedics treated someone he apparently knew in the back. Chicago Fire Department spokesman said Jimmy McCoy allegedly jumped in the stop ambulance and drove off with the emergency lights on. The paramedics radioed from the back that the ambulance had been stolen with them inside. Uh, isn't there a pass-through, like up to the front where you can yeah, go? Yeah, that, that would be a tough one to, to prosecute because, Your Honor, my client saw that the paramedics were engaged in life-saving efforts of the victim. He thought he was doing the right thing and helping out by, by driving the ambulance to the nearest liquor store. I'm sorry, correction. I mean, to the nearest hospital. And uh, therefore, I requested all charges be dismissed because my, my client was merely acting in the. Uh, That's the defense. Good faith. That's the defense. He seemed to think he was driving his diabetic friend to the hospital. What a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He'll win. He'll win here's that case. Here's something Jim got caught doing. Man dresses as woman and photographs woman in UC Berkeley locker room. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be a bunch of hairy legged gals. Except Jim was taking pictures in the boys' locker room. God. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> and the only thing I've come across so far of interest here in Arizona newspapers is the Mexican cop investigating a shooting was found dead himself. Oops. So being, being a cop in Mexico is not really good right now. Yeah, man, that... Uh, Sounds like he was on the right trail. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, pun intended, I guess. <laughs> we were we were talking about really that funny. that Juarez, so Mexico. That Why are we part, laughing? Yeah. Man, I, I don't know. You you live down there? How far away from uh, Juarez, Mexico, are you? Oh, I don't know. Probably a, about three hours, four hours. But that place is like that's a freaking war zone. Hey, man, did you well, hear you know, about that? The guy and the girl on the jet skis. And yeah, that's, that, 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 that's what this is re resulting from, Jim. The, uh, the cop that was investigating the jet skier that got killed, he got killed himself investigating the killing. Oh, I, I didn't make the, uh, the connection there. They, they, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't give it to you, brought it up, but it was, it's ironic that he was investigating the jet ski death. They had her on the news, too, the wife, um, yeah, down there and when I was down there. and Dude, that, just, that, that is just totally unreal. Uh, yeah, it's well. The whole border situation is completely out of control. Can you fill in it's, the rest of us that don't have a clue what you're talking about? Apparently, well, this, a, uh, lake in, yeah, right. a lake in Texas. You want to read the article? Uh, no, I'd yeah. rather just get the, the Reader's Digest version, as Mark likes to uh, say. The, uh, guy and his wife were out there. Uh, Nikki Hartley and her uh, husband are out riding around their uh, jet skis on the lake in Texas, which borders uh, Mexico. And they apparently crossed into the Mexican side of the lake, and some bandits uh, were firing at him and, and popped the husband in the head with the with the round. Mm. She, uh, it looks like she tried to uh, go back and get him, couldn't get him, so she had to flee. And they still haven't found the body. Did they GSR her hands? Oh, I don't know. I, I highly doubt that's the case. Right. <clears throat> but uh, <clears throat> you never can tell. 
Yeah, when is that I mean, scary? you know, I mean, you you get a good one thing about being a cop, you get a very good ability at reading people and and uh, their their reactions and how they carry themselves. And when I was watching her on the news, man, I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty confident that was the real deal. You know, I, I don't think there's any anything bogus about that at all. It was flat out yeah. scary. Yeah, the, the the comment here in the article is is kind of uh, pathetic. Rolando Flores, a commander of state investigators, and Kuladad Miguel Ailman, whatever that is, who was part of the investigating. I think uh, that's, that, that was a person. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can put the middle name as the last name, it turns into a state. But anyway, so investigating. <laughs> David, David Hartley is the guy who got shot, uh, said Ruben Rios from seemingly the Apollo estate, whatever that's called. And then the, the, the authority said, we don't know uh, how he was killed. Uh, we don't have any details of how he died. It's <laughs> Is like, that how they said it, too? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I could have done better myself. on the accent than that, Ed. <laughs> I suggest we refrain from using accents to not alienate our audience. Hey, let's let Mark try it. No. God help us. Do I have to mute everybody again? Turn on my Irish and read it in Irish. You want me to? A blood bank worker. Are you changing articles right in the middle of an article? Yeah. No, I'm just. I, I can read Irish and Mexican if you want. It'd be Carlos Murphy's. <laughs> Carlos. Murphy's. No, actually, with Ed's thing, they've always had instances of uh, where pirates on the uh, Mexican side of that big lake. They said that they were stealing boats and shooting at people. So there's always been accusations that the pirates on that side doing stuff to uh, actually. You know, the people that were on the uh, the right side of the lake, but the pirates are shooting at them. Yeah, I would assume I would assume those laws, banditos, those what? laws end at the center of the lake or wherever the line is, right? That was one thing that bothered me in the interview is that the, that the wife actually admitted. She says, you know, we had heard that there were some problems on the lake, um, but we checked and and they said nothing. You know, it's been all quiet for like three months, so we didn't really think anything of it. But why take a chance? Exactly. You know, I, I mean, if you know that you're going into a potential bad area, especially in a foreign country, I mean, it's like <laughs> stick close to home or go in a large group or make sure you check with the authorities to make sure what's safe and what's not safe. Well, wasn't I mean, there wasn't there just recently a big warning about going into Mexico at all for U.S. citizens? I believe there was. Yeah, that's that's great because I, I know a guy who just went on a cruise down there right when they gave that thing. I don't know if he's ever coming back. He'll be calling you for uh, some you know, ransom money. Hey, speaking of this, he sells body what, armor why, though. So why is there just... such? Maybe someone can explain to me why there's such a difference. When we go to Mexico to visit, there's not one friggin' ATM machine in friggin' English, and and. Uh, if you screw up down there, like, say you jaywalk, you're in a Mexican prison for 20 years unless your family pays a ransom to get you out. But up here, I mean, it's like the streets are lawless. You go down there, you're fearfully afraid of the cops. Up here, it's a joke. I mean, what what is the big difference? Political. The fact That's that it? they can they do it that way down there. We can't Political. do it that way here, right? It's 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 scary. It would be insensitive, or it'd be it's it'd be insensitive to try to enforce too much stuff here. It's all political. Yep, and we are right in the middle of that. That I just, I just can't believe it. I mean, if you pulled a gun on a Mexican cop, you'd be instantly killed in the streets. And up here, look at how many illegal aliens 
have been involved in officer-involved shootings and killed the officer, and what happens to him? Nothing. Well, he, he didn't know the law, so we'll, we'll just lock him up. That's friggin' ridiculous. The Mexi- you're in Mexican National here, and uh, you get a lot of uh, special treatment. Yeah, but what? Yeah, but as he's saying, what happens when you go there, or not even Mexico, oh, anywhere? You, they don't see you anymore. Yeah, you're gone. Goodbye. Where'd Jim go? Mm-hmm. Hey, on that note, do white people hang out at White Home Depot? <laughs> I'm just curious. Do, do they, I mean, if you're down on your luck down there and you need a job, I mean, do they have the same thing down there as up here? Well, you know, I asked the Mexican guy I was working with one time who was from Mexico. I said, hey. Do they do the same thing in Mexico they do here? And they got the Home Depots they hang around them. He goes, they don't got Home Depots there. And two, they don't even got jobs. So there's nowhere to hang out. He goes, it, this, it happens here because that's the only place they can get a job. Yeah. But I actually point blank asked the guy who was here. Well, he basically was here illegally. But uh, that's that's what his answer was. There's no jobs there in the first place. Plus, there ain't right. no Home Depots or Lowe's in every corner. Brett, you got to post that YouTube uh, video of the guy that picks up the eight Hispanic workers from Home Depot and says he's going to go have them build a deck, and it, instead he drives them right to the uh, entrance to uh, immigration. Oh, God. That oh, was yeah, so guys, yeah. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's the same guy that went to a gas station in a Ku Klux Klan outfit, and he started asking African-American people for money for gas or something. It was it's the same guy. Yeah. Hi. That's a good way to get killed. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I forgot his name, but he's got some... Uh, he, Dumb. He's pretty risky, but uh, it's Ass. funny. It makes you laugh. All right, Mark, back to you. A blood bank worker won't be charged for accidentally showing gay pornography to high school students during a blood drive presentation last month. How does that happen? Westmoreland County prosecutor <laughs> incident at the Norwin High School Assembly didn't amount to a crime. The worker was trying to project a presentation stored on his personal flash drive when the porn <laughs> fit popped onto the screen. That so the, the rule to be learned here is uh, don't put your porn on the same drive as your <laughs> No, you just got to remember three important words. When the shit hits a fan, just remember, it's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I got on there. Or Jim, is this your hard drive? <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> uh, uh, anything right. else? Mark? I guess we get on to uh, <clears throat> some serious. Oh, one one thing. Oh. This is no. This is serious. This oh. happened in. Okay, uh, wait. City. We got to get in serious mode. On, uh, this week we had um, got suicides from depression. Um, Family guy shot himself on the side yard. His wife and kid found him. My God. I mean, I can't see anyone doing that, but to have your wife and kid find you. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how that happens. It's happening all over the place, guys. It just, you're, you're not getting any unemployment. Unemployment runs out. you got no money. You can't support your family. And it's it, the last thing you think of, I'll just but do to, myself. Get over yeah, with. but to do it at home where your wife and kids are going to find you, I mean, I, if, you're, if you're absolutely going to do it, I mean, at least do it somewhere where your family's not going to find you. Hey, but, gonna, well, I hate to anyway, say it, if you're going to shoot yourself, you're not really thinking about your friends and family. But you know what? There's help yeah. out there. If you ever have those thoughts, you can get some help to make you feel better. But we had, uh, or listen had to, to our show, and then you'll definitely kill yourself. Especially if you accidentally show uh, gay porn to high schoolers. How, how does uh, one? How does one have a head rush in their face? That's what I want to know. A head rush. Is that what you said? 
I said I just had a head rush from laughing so hard, and it, you know, I'm going to fall over here. Oh, I thought you said you had a head rush in your face. I don't know. Uh, Man, I'm telling you. something else in his face. <laughs> hey, anyway, on a serious note, we had one uh, this week where a family got home. It was about 9 o'clock at night. They got home, walked in their house. I guess they had left some windows open because it was a, a warm evening. And uh, they're in their house for a short amount of time, and their little girl, I think she was like eight or something, six or eight, went in her room to go get some toys and saw a man standing next to a playhouse in the corner of a room, and she screamed and ran out. Father ran in there and got in a physical fight with this guy, and they both suffered some injuries, and the guy escaped. But think what could have happened. I mean, by them leaving a window open just to because it was a little warm, I mean, that guy could have had a gun and shot them all. When the little girl went in there, he could have grabbed her and sexually assaulted her. I mean, they're lucky they got away without being injured, other than the the father being beat up a little bit. But you can't take chances on leaving windows open and leaving doors unlocked. Even on, you know, we're getting a little bit of warm weather in California here now. You can't leave your windows open. People go around in the middle of the night, and that's what they do. They try doors and they try windows. And if we've talked about this on many shows. Um Someone could be in your house and be standing right next to your bed, and you wouldn't even know it. And just don't take chances. If, if you're going to leave a window open, put a board in it or use little stops from the hardware store where your window can't open any more than two inches. You still get ventilation, but nobody can get in. Same thing with sliding glass doors. But this, I mean, I brought this up because this just happened a couple of days ago in my city, and that family is so lucky something didn't happen to them or or the little girl. So... I mean, we, we've harped and harped and harped on this on the uh, website. Hopefully, there's people that listen to us that, that took you know take the advice and take the precautions. Takes five minutes to be safe. Yeah. Now on to garage stuff, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Let's, so, so we're going to talk about thefts from garages because, I mean, it happens all the time. But who wrote this? Was this Jim? No, it's... Probably me if it gives the example of um, what happened to my neighbor, which I could go over again. And we're not giving any information here to for burglars because I doubt they're sitting around listening to our show. But, you know, many more people that hear this are going to need to hear it because I still see people around my neighborhood that leave their door open about a foot or two for cats to get in and out during the night. And uh, what happened to my neighbor <clears throat> Okay. Some crooks. Burglar, you want to hear it or no? No, I was just asking if you were okay. I thought you were getting all choked up. Or yeah, something. I was getting all choked up. Getting choked up on a burglary. Yeah. <laughs> and then he took my portable drill. And my case of beer. <laughs> That would get me all choked up. <laughs> so, so, but seriously, seriously, I mean, I know I drive through my neighborhood and there's a million garage doors open in the middle of the night because nobody checks or they're walking into the house and they hit the button and the thing goes back up. So what happened in this case? Well, we'll cover all those other examples that you just had. But in this case, my neighbor used to leave the door open maybe a, a foot for their cat. Not enough for someone to actually squeeze all the way under, but they they wanted their cat to be able to go in and out of the garage at night. Well, I didn't even think about this until it happened, but a burglar, again, they walk up and down the street in the middle of the night looking for opportunities. 
they took a flagpole because a lot of people have these flags out in front of their house, you know, with the season, whatever the season is, or, you know, different color flags. They took this flagpole, then they took one of those plastic bags from the grocery store or Walmart everywhere that you you find, you know, with the, the handles on it, just the cheap plastic bags. They tied it to the pole. Then they leaned underneath the, the garage door with their arm and they reached up with their arm until they were able to hook all the garage door, have an emergency release, the red handle hanging from a cord. Mm-hmm. And they were able to snag that handle with that plastic bag on the end of the pole, pull the emergency release, lift up the door gently in the middle of the night, and clean them out, all those tools and everything in the garage. Freaking crooks amaze me. Yeah. And, I mean, that's something I didn't even really think about, but it's something these crooks think about. They know... Garage doors have an emergency release, and they, you know, word on the streets. When one of them starts doing it, they all start doing it. Yeah, and then they all find out about it in jail anyway. Right, and what's worse about that is a lot of people figure, oh, my garage door's shut. I don't need to lock the door going into the house. Um, So if somebody makes it in your garage in the middle of the night, uh, they they could walk right into your house. And take your car because your car will have keys in it. Right. Yeah, how many people have their keys hanging up like in the in the little room right next to the the doorway to the dry, you know the garage? Just in a basket. Keys are all right there. Not me, man. I keep my keys with me. Well, I've got a uh, I've got a friend who uh, trains a lot of the military in uh, PWC operations and in, in uh, riding jet skis in the surf and doing rescues and tactical operations. And she's got a, I think a 25 foot, like a race trailer uh, with a lot of equipment in it and the skis and everything else. And uh, it's an enclosed trailer. And she posted a story a couple weeks ago where she just happened to be walking by, looked outside and saw this truck backed up to her trailer. They, they never heard anything. And there were three guys out there and uh, they had just about hooked the trailer up to their truck and were driving out the driveway when uh, my friend went running out the front door um, with the rest of her family in tow and and started uh, delivering a can of whoop-ass to the uh, suspects who were not anticipating being confronted by the uh, the property owners. And the only thing that kept them from driving away with the, uh, with the trailer is they uh, put the car in reverse to speed away instead of forward and the the trailer hitch wasn't securely over the ball of their their vehicle and it popped right off so they went speeding off down the street without the trailer and then picked up a lookout who was like a block down uh in the dark and he jumped out and they all sped away but the point being you gotta anticipate how they're doing this at night it doesn't matter whether it's two or three guys on foot or in a vehicle more than likely they're going to have a vehicle because they don't want to take a chance on getting caught or it could be just one dude uh, walking down the street looking for small stuff like, uh, you know, if he's a homeless dude, stuff that he can live on. Toilet paper, sodas, food, anything out of a refrigerator in a garage. But the, the common denominator is they all look for garage doors that are already open. You know, very seldom is a burglar going to take the chance of, of forcing entry or kicking a door in in the middle of the night where he's going to be heard or seen or confronted. But an open garage door, you might as well just have a big sign on the street that says, hey, rip me off. Because they will uh, they will wait and watch in the bushes or in the dark or concealed for any sign of activity. And if there is none, they're going to enter your garage and they're going to wait for any type of reaction, motion light, uh, alarm or anything. And if there's none, 
you're going to lose everything that's in that garage, whether it's valuable tools or or family uh, heirlooms or anything of value in your in your garage, and that could include your car which might contain such valuable stuff like laptop computers or stereos or equalizers or CDs or anything that would be impossible for you to replace. So the bottom line is they're looking for open garage doors, and you, you solve that problem by shutting your door and securing everything. Night lights on the outside, motion lights, they're invaluable. I, you know, Mark and Ed and Brent have probably never met a crook that's going to say, oh, yeah, I went up to the most well-lit house on the block because they probably had the most expensive stuff. You know, they're all going to say, no, we look for, for uh, isolated targets that are dark, that where we're not going to be seen and where it's easy access. I mean, that's We've all board. driven around on graveyard shift where you see an open garage door and you go up, you know, 2 in the morning, you knock on the door, the guy answers, you say, hey, sorry to wake you up, but... You know, your garage door is open, and they go, oh, thank you. We must have forgot. That's and, not what they tell me. Yeah, well, in your yeah. your community. F you, buddy. <laughs> the hell you wake me up for just to tell me that? Okay, you know what? I'll go shut it for you. You have a nice night. Sure. Yeah, well, the majority of people appreciate it. But the thing is, it's just not the cops going around looking. You know, you'll be lucky if a cop sees it and comes up and tells you. There's people driving around at night, and that's all they do is going around looking for opportunities, checking car doors, looking. It's a bonus if they see an open garage because they could go in there and grab what they wanted two in the morning. It's not just nighttime either. In the daytime, they're driving through neighborhoods. They see an open garage door. There's nobody around, nobody in the garage, no neighbors outside. One guy will run up, grab a bicycle or a toolbox, throw it in their car, and... You know, or some homeless guy walking by sees a bicycle. He'll go up, grab the bike, and all of a sudden he's got uh, two wheels. So it's it's the daytime also. It just If you're not going to be in a garage, and I've been guilty about this in the past because I love to tinker on my motorcycles and I'll go inside to eat lunch. But you got to get in the habit where if you go in the house, if you're going to be in the you know away from the garage any longer than a minute or two, shut the garage door because that's, that's how long it's going to take a, for you to lose It's a crime stuff. of opportunity. I had... What? Everyone's I had two got grand worth of tools stolen from me right out of the back of my truck. They just pulled up behind me, took them, and away they were. Yep. You know, we've all got calls that we remember, you know, distinctly for one reason or another. But I'll remember working graveyard one night, you know, where uh, where Brent lives, where we used to work together, and this this shaky looking car with a tail light out just looked totally out of place at two in the morning. So I stopped it, and there's two guys in front and two guys in the back, and the one guy in the back thought he would conceal this vcr by sitting on it and i looked at the dude and i go what are you doing and he goes nothing i go why are you sitting on a vcr and he goes no uh, we were just getting it fixed you know and it was like yeah, okay <laughs> so they all have a seat in the back of my car and i start looking at this vcr and some other uh property and there was some mail with with the vcr so i get the address and it came back to the condos on the uh the south end of town there um uh, Brent near Sycamore, mm-hmm. and uh, we end up contacting the the homeowner who was this young college girl, and she had no idea that the VCR and her purse and laptop computer had had just been stolen. So, because you know a cop in the middle of the night saw something that didn't look right, you know we we had four people in custody and and put a stop to that, but. Um, the garage door had been left open, and that's why these people just walked right in, and there was a VCR on the shelf that they took, and and uh, her purse was in the car, in the front seat of the car, and, you know, it was a classic scenario of how that happens in the middle of the night. 
And the problem is, if the police come to a call like that, and the guy will say, you know, my toolbox was there full of tools, I had $500 worth of tools, they took my bicycle, or what's the serial number? I don't know. I don't copy that kind of stuff down. Were your tools marked in any way? Driver's license numbers on the box or anything? No, no, I don't do that. So your stuff's gone. You're, you're not going to see it anymore. And, uh, I mean, at well, least... Th- there's almost two steps to that. You know, how do you prevent it from happening? And that's simple. You know, motion lights, uh, lock the door, make sure everything is secure at night. But but if people would take like a couple hours on a Saturday and photograph all their valuables in their house and in the garage with a, with a digital camera and kept all that information on a flash drive, take the step to, to either buy, they're so cheap in this day and age, buy an engraver or rent one. A lot of police departments actually let you borrow an engraver to record your, your DL number or or uh, I don't know if that's highly recommended. Um, you probably wouldn't want to give criminals access to your full driver's license number with uh, concerns for identity theft. But at least the last four of your Social Security or your driver's license number, just so that you have an identifying mark on your property. But VCRs, TVs record the serial number and the um, the uh, what's the other number? Serial number make, and make and, model uh, and serial number. Yeah, the make. Yeah, log everything and have all that information available to where if if you happen to get ripped off, you've got all the information that A, the police are going to need, and B, your insurance company. Otherwise, you're going to have a tough time getting anything replaced. But Photographing is great for the insurance company, but the serial numbers are so important because if you have that, the police could put it into a stolen property system. And like Jim was giving the example of that guy sitting on the VCR in the middle of the night – if the police run a VCR, most of the time we find property in the back of a car, it comes back, no record on file. Well, if somebody was conscious enough to have that stuff copied down and gave it to the police, it's entered in a national database to where if an officer runs that, it'll come back as stolen property. And I'd say those, 90, 90% of the time, it's probably record not on file. Right, you know, very. Right. Very rarely do people take the time to, to record those numbers. But, I mean, you got to get a smile. I mean, all of us, I'm sure, have got a big smile on our face when we run something and it comes back stolen because you know, man, I got these guys now. Instead of them just getting off scot-free, I got them for a felony, possession of stolen property. So it's it's really a bonus when we get you know, some property that somebody actually took the time to have the information to give the the police officer when it was stolen because I mean these and the, the cameras these days are great so you can you can record all that serial number information right onto those Walk photos through your whole house with you know just taking movies and stuff with a close up of the serial number yep you know right along lines with what we're talking about the the garage thefts the mailbox thefts are probably even more predominant because they're so easy and and these critters aren't going on to your property per se to, to rip your garage off. They're just opening your mailbox and grabbing anything that's in the mailbox, whether it's incoming, outgoing, or, or anything. And they're hoping to get their hands on personal checks, on account numbers, on statements, on anything where they can assume or use your name or your address or your phone number or anything. So, yeah, most you know, outgoing mail are checks, and people put that little red flag up for the mailman. Well, it also alerts crooks that there's outgoing mail because most of the outgoing mail are bills with checks in it and whatnot and they target that yep so if at all possible either use a p.o box they're so cheap it's ridiculous but use a p.o box from your uh from your local post office or get a locking mailbox that Uh that's uh i have a p.o box in the the 
place, you know, the city next to me, which is much more high rent than the one that I live in. So everybody thinks I live over there. You know, Frank, I did actually, you get that uh, I sent you? yeah, I did. Thank you. I, uh, I sent you a reply too. Oh, <laughs> locking mailboxes are no. a great idea. They have locking mailboxes where the mailman can put stuff in. I mean, the mailman's not going to put like a big package in it. It won't fit, but he could put, you know, magazines, letters, whatever in there. And you need a key to open it up to get it. So locking mailboxes are great. Yeah. Just make sure that if you change your mailboxes around that, you know, that you get one that's uh, within the rules of the post office, and most of them are, but there are definitely some rules that revolve around mailboxes, and they will not put your mail in it if any if it's not set right and right off the... That's yeah, really amazing. We had that problem out here. Yeah, so, I mean, so many... I don't even Mark, think we can get... use a locking mailbox here, actually, in our community. Well, Mark, Brent, the one that, that you had, the pink flamingo, <laughs> where you got to pull its ass down to, to put the mail in, they, they had a few problems with that yeah, one. Yeah, well, you know, I, it's freedom of speech. Mark, did you get that picture? No, I didn't get any pictures. That's because they, that? they haven't tried to look at this while talking. So on that note, why don't we just wrap it up? Because I hate to tell you guys, but I'm going to be the one that's running out of time tonight. Hey, the bottom line is... Ed, you, or does Ed still with us? Yeah, I'll just wait for you to get off so I can go watch uh, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> hey, the bottom kidding, line is, you know, I don't know how popular neighborhood watch groups are, but, you know, when you get up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water, let the dogs out, whatever, look for strange vehicles in your neighborhood. Look for people walking down the street and see what their activity is. If you see something suspicious, by all means, call the local police department and have them checked out. I mean, anyone walking up the street, you know, after midnight should be of concern to you. And chances are they're not there just taking a walk. You know, they're there cruising your houses in your neighborhood and someone's going to get ripped off. And the daytime, too. I mean, a lot of times you'll see, you know, something that just doesn't hit you right. You see some car come in and the people in it, it just doesn't look right. If you get a chance, just jot down the license plate number. It may be nothing. But then again, you may hear in the next day or two that there were several burglaries in the area. Police officers may come to your house say, hey, we had a burglary down the street. Did you see anything unusual? That'd be great if you could say, well, I don't know if it's anything, but here's a license plate number of a car that I that looked a little suspicious earlier. So notice stuff that looks out of place. You live in your neighborhood. You know what's normal and what's not normal. You know, take, take precautions so you don't become a victim. The other side of that coin to point out why that's so important, that call that I was on at 2 in the morning when I stopped that suspicious-looking car, um, I was able to do it because I, didn't, I wasn't backlogged with taking reports for ridiculous stuff. You know, people get ripped off, and then they call an officer because they want to report, and then it takes an hour or two for the officer to go out and take the report, photograph, process for evidence or prints. And in all that time, he could be driving around saying, why is this beat-up Chevy with three gang-looking you know, people cruising around who definitely look out of the area? Why are they cruising around? And he's going to find a reason to stop that car. He's going to find out that one's got warrants, the driver's on a suspended license, he can tow the car for 30 days, but he can apply himself to, to stopping stuff before it happens rather than after the fact. So yep, if you can't everyone, be proactive uh, you know, stopping cars if you're sitting in someone's living room taking a burglary report. Exactly. So help us help you. That's what it comes down to. Ed's got to say something. I feel bad. He just well, he can say he can start by saying goodbye because we're done. Well, yeah, I I used to get pretty perturbed at homeowners when I would be out there searching through my uh, beat for garage doors open. You go to wake them up and they act really uh, indignant, like, oh, oh yeah, I knew that. (laughs) 
And I'm like thinking to myself, I hope they clean your. I'm thinking to myself in the back of my head. Of course, I wouldn't say it out loud. Well, I hope your garage gets cleaned out so I can take the burger report tomorrow. You know, Ed used oh, to grab a but, couple uh, of crescent wrenches on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim, and Jim just says it out loud. <laughs> No, I, I was a cop that went to the burglary at the grocery store and took a couple Snickers bars. Is that what it was, Mark? No, I never did nothing to get myself in trouble but, uh, that I would ever talk about. That's a double negative. That's yeah, true. That's true. I so, never did tell you about my, uh, my uh, what is that thing called, yourself. the exorcism I did? We'll have to hold that off for another show. Yeah. Why is the light flashing over was... Ed's name? Is that the detection? <laughs> the, uh... means he's talking. It's a lie. It means he's lying. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a the lie Skype detector. lie detector. The deception alert. Yeah. Wait. Right, right. Why is it flashing red around it? <laughs> oh, you guys. I don't want to. I don't want to make a big deal, but I do have people coming over. So let's. Mark, uh, whip out the website. It's the, is it the same people we're looking at pictures of earlier? No. I was gonna say it's annoying. <laughs> Mark, whip out the website. I, I want to look at some pictures too. You know. <laughs> I'll make sure to send you some. And Mark, oh, okay. the website is Ed's. No, Brent's. No, no don't. <laughs> and Brent, the website is Brent's. Coptalk.info. Cop That's the website we're talking about. And Mark, Brent's the got, price hey, of the hey, book let is. Hey, Brent go. He's got to go to his Mister Rogers discussion group. Yeah, Mark hasn't taken his medication. Anyway, the cost of the book twelve ninety five. Great Christmas present. So uh, take over a look through the off. website. See what you think? Yeah, it's over half off. Go it's grab one. It's worth double the price. Till next week, I don't know Ed, Mark, or Brent, but be careful, be safe. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's a that's a closing for you. <laughs> See you guys.